vita es morte es vita. Life is death is life. Well, thank you for joining us to this special edition of the Rad Podcast. Producer Brandon here from the Rob Anybody and Don Show, live on Rad TV for all your viewers at uh, members.radradio.com. And I join here today with my friend Adrian Malco, aka G Man Hunter. You can follow him on Instagram. And is it gmanhunter.com? G Man underscore. Oh, uh, G Man Hunter Art.com. G Man Hunter Art.com. Uh, you you can you've you've been on the podcast a couple of times before, and thank you very much for joining us. Um, you've been you've been a busy guy. Yeah, I think the last time you were here, you were only s- still painting and doing just just dabbling into sculpting with wood, right? Yeah, I was just starting out. Nice. I told you there was going to be a lot to come. Yeah. <laughs> so there's uh, there's some props here. If, if you're watching on Rad TV, you can already see that there's a, a really interesting piece behind me, um, which just so happens to be the new mascot for the Rad Podcast. He's got a cool surfboard, by the way. Rad broadcast surfboard. <laughs> what was the what was the inspiration to first of all, thank you so much for, for oh, doing this. You're welcome, dude. It was so thoughtful. I I you just posted this on your Instagram page one day and you were like, You need a you need a, a mascot. Yeah, yeah. And so what's his name? Uh I mean I think Brando is okay. what I just right. named him Brando. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so if you're watching on Rad TV you could see this beautiful piece of work. Oh, it's so heavy. What, what kind of wood is it made out of? That one's cedar. Cedar. So that's actually pretty light wood. So, <laughs> shut up. I'm working out. Um, so this this is actually a perfect tie-in to the theme that we have here because not only are... We're going to show some of, some of your the rest of the artwork that you've done here before because um, you've dabbled into sculpting, you've done skull artwork, and you're also getting into uh, work with stone. Yeah. What 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 is it? What is that type of art called when you're when you're working with stone? Uh, stone sculpture. Stone, stone sculpture. Yeah. Sweet. And you were saying that it's actually a little bit easier than than working with wood. It it is. I I was super intimidated by it originally, and uh, I don't know why I was because once I started doing it, it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. But it was also a nice transition going from the wood carving to stone because I already got a lot of the technique down. Yeah. Um, just getting used to the new material basically. Yeah. And cause there's so many variables of, of imperfections in wood, yeah. like bubbles and layers and everything. And the one I'm look, showing off now is your, you said it's your favorite piece. Yeah. Which one is this? This is the Griffin. The Griffin. Isn't that cool? Yeah. See for the listeners, they're not getting as much out of this episode. If, uh, if they were watching on rad TV, this is, so this is the next piece that I want to show before. So we're going to. I'm kind of all over the place. I'm really excited about having all these these pieces of art here um, yeah. to show off. But we're going to do a Bob Ross style um, painting oh, hey. on the fly. Um, Happy so little painting. Adrian's Adrian's got his artwork, <laughs> art, his paint there, and his his easel. And uh, we're going to get into that in a minute. But check this out. Look at this. This skull artwork is so, incredible. So that's a goat skull. And then if you flip it over. I saw the little face in it. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the other way. This right? way? Here, let me see that <laughs> yeah. real quick. Hey, you show it off. So if you flip it this way, mm. he's got a face. Whoa. Oh. Like an alien head. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. And this is stuff that you that you showcase at your art shows? Yeah. Right on. Do you have anything coming up that you that you want to 
I do. I have promote. It's gonna be something this month. It's gonna be over at Tower Brewing Company. Uh, that's off of 65th and 50. Um, Google it, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't have a date set yet, but it's more than likely gonna be the 24th. Or was that Easter? No, it was not Easter. 24th of uh, it's because it's a Sunday. So uh, stay tuned or follow me on Instagram, Gman underscore Hunter, and uh, I'll fill in the blanks. Yeah, we'll 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 get that that information out to the folks. But check this out too. This is the other skull. That's a piece. hog. That's a wild hog. What? How did you? Where did you find these these pieces? So this one, the the goat one, was actually a gift from a. Uh, um, he's he's a local artist. He's he's out in. Um, on the Delta, mm-hmm. with Brock Alexander. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing artist. He's, he teaches art uh, at a college out there. And I just met him through my tattoo artist. We went up there and he was buying a, a painting from him. And we kind of hit it off just talking and stuff. He, he's actually got a show coming up on the 9th, which is, what, three days away? Yeah. That's on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't know the exact details of that. Otherwise, right. I'd fill it in, but yeah. Yeah, well, we'll after we, we post this uh, video, we'll go back and we'll fill all those blanks in. Sweet. Um but before we get to this painting, I know you're so excited to get going. But oh, check yeah. this out. This is a Valkyrie. Yep. And the art, the the stonework. You you've started out with painting, right? Mm-hmm. You you did street art primarily when you first got got yeah. going, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're after you retired from being an electrician, and after you you were in the uh, the armed. Services, thank you very much for your service. Marine Corps, the only only branch. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your service. Um, And after after all of that, you you decided to hang up the electrician uh, belt and you became an artist, right? Yeah. And you're doing this full time for how long now? Uh, This is year three, I believe. Nice. Yeah. It just seems like you become more busy as as the years go on. And how how many pieces do you think you churn out on a on any given? week i mean i used to do at least one a day yeah now i've i've slowed it down it's still roughly around one a day that that's like my go for thing but they take a lot longer now the standards have moved up higher you know right. so it's like well when you're working with stone this it takes longer right oh the, yeah. the process oh, yeah. of it takes a lot longer for sure <laughs> and this is a ram's head Yes. And what kind of stone is it? Do you know? That is literally like a river rock boulder. I don't know that <sighs> if, if anyone knows it. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be some rock nerds out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- this is incredible. How long does it take you to, to carve something like that it, out? It really, it's, it's crazy. Because like, so like that Valkyrie piece took me maybe six hours. Really? Yeah. That doesn't like, seem was, like that long. No, no, not at all. And I mean, what are you long. using primarily? Like just Dremels? I, I'm creating my own... Uh, technique for it so i'm using oh. i'm using like like a lot of the tools i was using for wood you know obviously not a chainsaw but uh my angle grinder and i'm just using like tile bits that oh. you get from you know home depot or whatever i bought a few that are a little more specialty but like other than that just the regular bits to go with it this one i think is primary my my most favorite piece of First. stone art that you've done yet this skull is just amazing it feels like a human skull. I, I get. I imagine. I don't know what a human skull feels like, but right. It, it just, <laughs> we don't talk about that night, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what a head feels like. This is just beautiful, and this is quartz. Yeah. And did that color come out? Was that there originally there's before a, you started carving in? So there's a big old chunk of quartz, and originally I was going to do like a gladiator scene, and so a side of it it had because it grows on with granite or whatever, so it had like the remains of like. A piece of granite or whatever that was stuck to it mm-hmm. 
And yeah, when I polished it up, it like really came out. So that's so cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna take up some pictures and for sure. When you put there. a light on it, because it like you can shine through like where the sockets oh, where the sockets are. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Kinda, if, it's, if it's dim in here and you got a flashlight on it, like it glows. you can see through. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Okay, sweet. All right, so let's get to this live painting. I, I'm I'm a little nervous. This is my first time doing something like this. So. What uh, what was the theme that we decided on? We were we were gonna go with an astronaut theme because of uh, Brando the astronaut behind us. Correct. And we thought we'd go what a little psychedelic. A little psychedelic. All right. And then you just gave me a good idea with that skull. See, this is what I love. Last time I saw you, you were doing an art show in in Midtown, and you were doing a live piece on the side of the street. Anybody could walk up and just watch what you were doing. And in the process of painting is, you know, it takes some time. Nobody's going up there. And unless you're like a David Garibaldi and you just, you're able to create those masterpieces in what seems to be minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. But in, in your style, yours, your pieces tend to come out and evolve as they happen. They do, they do. Um, some of them will, will start looking good from the get-go. Uh, so others like you know you'd be looking at it like where'd this guy learn to freaking crayon finger paint until till like the last 20 minutes and then it, all of a sudden this like beautiful piece comes out right i mean they're all beautiful to me brando <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this is awesome it's a little different vibe huh yeah i do was there was there music playing last time when uh, when you were doing this on the street uh, I think they had some some background music. I'm all right. All right, I mean, all right. You can, you can do it. I'll, I'll, I'll chat with you. So you saying you've been you were saying that you've been slowing down a little bit. Um, not not so much slowing down, just slowing down on the actual artwork. Yeah. You know, like like taking my time on it more. Sorry. No, you're good. My, yeah. So like talk taking my time a little bit more with each piece. Uh, being a lot more picky on as to like what I put out to social media or whatever or. Mm. Because I'm, I'm, that's where most of my business has been coming from. Right. Um, but yeah, just being more selective. Uh, just hold myself to a little bit higher standard. And so you were mentioning that before, when you go out to a a show, you like to take a lot of your like great your your not just your greatest hits, but your more more recent strong pieces, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because I have a few that were like just premature hits, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, like the Space Monkey one, I don't know if you remember that piece, but mm -hmm. like, so like that one still always comes out. Uh, uh, but yeah, for the most part, because I used to bring out just this pile of paintings, and it's it's cool, but uh, it's a lot to transport, lots to set up. So I started just bringing just like the cream of the crop. Right. But that doesn't always necessarily mean I get the best sales with that, because like sometimes people, it, it's a, it's like blows my mind, because like I'll have all this cool stuff set up, and what, what in my opinion, I'm like, oh, that's older stuff, and right? So, and People will just buy all that stuff up. Yeah. So I think people resonate with different art pieces, especially you, you might not be in that same headspace, right? That you, that yeah. you were in when you first painted it. For so sure. you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I've evolved from that, that place, that state of mind, wherever I was at. And that's, what's so cool about art is that it, it, it brings that emotion or that thought or that memory or whatever it might be, that inspiration that you might not feel. For sure. Can you tell what this is yet, Brando? <laughs> it looks like two astronauts, it two does. astronauts holding hands. It's yeah, that's kind of kind of the start of it. I can kind of see a skull developing. Yep. Yeah. 
Now, one with your recent show on the side of the street, going back to that, I what I liked about the openness of, of people coming up and talking to you is that actually helped spurn ideas for you to continue, and, yeah. and you you're completely changed the piece right in half halfway point. Oh yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Um, yeah, so that was second Saturdays, and that's over at uh, Twisted uh, Twisted Tracks Gallery, and that's on R and Twelfth, and so that they. they had some of my work up for a month and like they always invite me down for the second Saturdays and stuff. And mm-hmm. if you guys ever want to come check it out, come check it out. I'll be right there painting or carving right on the street. Carving. It's a little bit harder to talk to people. I yeah. See. Cause but you have a chain either. You, you might have a chainsaw or a drill in your hand Yeah, and seeing a man your size with a chainsaw, not the most approachable you'd say. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> different strokes for different folks right right yeah yeah i'm not for everyone (laughs) (laughs) oh you're a big teddy bear Uh, i can be or i can be a grizzly sometimes (laughs) speaking of animals you have two giant great danes at home i do i do chewy and thelma and how how old is chewy and thelma uh so chewy is five thelma is eight and thelma is chewy's mom oh that's right yeah and it's Thelma, the one who has the hip dysplasia. No, Chewy. Chewy he's like, because he's an oversized Great Dane. Oh, really? He's, he's like, he's almost 200 pounds. Oh, my God. He's a beast. He goes through a ton of food, I imagine. Yeah, between the two of them, they do. And uh, I give them treats and stuff like that, but like they they get ornery sometimes, and they, they're big enough to like almost punk me, you know? So it's like... <laughs> but yeah, he's... Uh, Chewie's starting to get the hip dysplasia thing. It's sad because he, yeah. he used to love to run and, and jump and stuff, but still staying, staying in the game. Nice. Now I'm getting word that there might not be... I have some issues here. Not with you, though. You're doing great. Oh, okay. <laughs> Happy little issues? <laughs> <laughs> Next time, make sure you work those out before I get here, Brandon. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I messed up. I didn't have your hair and makeup like you requested. I know. I know. I did have the green room ready with all the, the green M&Ms, though. Okay. I like that. <laughs> this is like a kind of a whole new experience for me because the, the live painting initially was you know like because I'm used to painting alone mm-hmm. by myself so like at first it was kind of I still find myself here and there not struggling but like it's it's a little more difficult than when I'm alone and with my thoughts you know right. what I mean right but also so, like even though I, I do all the time lapses and stuff like I catch myself trying to race the time lapse or something I'm like <laughs> still gotta get done I'm like trying to go the speed that I, it looks you know in the time lapses right you've watched it so much you're just expecting it to, to happen yeah. that way yeah. in real time well and, I, and I'll forget that it's time lapse so like I could get away with like running to the bathroom or something like that you know what I mean because I won't see it but I'm like trying to move around the camera all quick <laughs> Yeah, so that ram's head, I'm going to actually try to give to Dawn, because I told her I'd make her something. Yeah. Um, now, you're you're questioning if she'll, if she'll want it. 
she'll think it's satanic. Oh, yeah. And it, it's, it kind of is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you were saying that you were, you carved it out on a blood red moon. Yeah, full moon, blood, blood moon. Blood moon. Um, yeah. With my satan, satanic neighbor. Right. <laughs> he helped you, right? But he was, he was reading the good book, so yeah. I, I don't know what was going on that night. Everybody defines their book that's good right <laughs> it does the eyes almost have like a swirl in it too I don't know if you know on that. which one no on this is it the way is it just because of the way you drilled it that uh, almost, yeah, almost yeah. Has like a, yeah 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 a spiral in them it's really cool hey, I'm trying to get Don to take that not <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sell it get her psyched out and she's like Dawn, there's no no sat satanic activity that goes along with that. It was just jokes. <laughs> Brandon put me up to it. So So they're not actually holding hands. I know you thought I was doing a portrait of us, Brandon. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, if it was a portrait of us, it'd be me as the little spoon. Okay. Right? <laughs> and I'd be a fork? Yeah. You'd be a spork. <laughs> they're actually dragging an alien, I guess. Oh, and the alien is... Maybe clutching their legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're holding his legs. They're like pulling them. It's just it'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do only have one hour. Yeah. So I do have to show off your shirt once once we get to a point. Oh, you can do it right now. Yeah. Let's see. I might have to go a little bit further. Uh, yeah, might have to. Well, yeah. I'll figure it out. <laughs> right, yeah, you work out those difficulties. <laughs> We've had some interesting issues. Uh, apparently, a solar flare has been affecting a lot of electrical components and networking components. It's not the retrograde. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think that that affects it so much. It's either that or, as Rob says, Russia. <laughs> I mean, at this hacked. point. But so, and, and you know, in all seriousness, as a uh, Marine veteran, how how do you feel about what's going on right now in the world? Um, I mean, in all honesty, it's shit that people have been doing since the beginning of time. You know, yeah. so I mean, it's as, as sad as it is, and, and fucked up as it is. Um, it's, uh, I guess it's just become a part of our lives. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, it happens every day, you know, unfortunately. Right. So I, I, I just try not to feed into it much. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I like, I don't watch TV. Um, I try to stay the fuck away from news. <laughs> yeah. Like any news, like, like serious news outlets. Like I get my news from you guys. Oh, really? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But I try to just not, I mean, like, what can I really do about it? Right. You know what I mean? Stress about it, worry about it. I mean, it, like you do want to, you know, not be completely oblivious, but 
I don't need to stress myself with that. I've had enough of that. Does it make you... Well, that that pretty much covers my next question. I was going to ask you, does, does it make you want to get back and, and, and help? Um, I mean, I, I would want to help, but I mean... Ultimately, like, who's who's the good guy, who's the bad guy? You know what I mean? The the people that are actually doing the fighting are, are just guys like me and you. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? I mean, there's, like, people just pitting, pitting it up, and yep. that's it. Yeah. It's like a game of paintball, but more permanent. <sighs> and I mean, and as a Marine, and I'm from that area, you know what I mean? Like, not Ukraine, but Lithuania, so it's, uh, it's just... What goes down? That that was the reason we fled Lithuania was because we were under Soviet control after World War II, and then as soon as we gained our independence, my folks were like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Wow. So it's your parents that that migrated over. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is there a lot more to pay attention to? Let me do an interview a little bit. Yeah, sure. (laughs) How are you liking the Rad TV thing so far? And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a, it's been a learning curve. You know, once you think that you've got one thing figured out, there's another thing to learn. Mm -hmm. But I I just love that about this, this job is that I've been able to evolve and, and train and learn new skills and, and be able to be creative in a, in a certain outlet that, not a lot of people get to do like no no other radio show is doing anything like this yeah know? yeah yeah for sure and it, it's it's just it's really refreshing to be able to not really have you know there's limits and there's there's certain parameters that we work in but there's really no limits to the creative process of it all and presenting the the show in a way in a creative way that's visually appealing and and kind of bringing the the theater the mind to life you know because that's what radio has always been is theater the mind and ever since i started the show i just i always had this vision of doing something like this and and then once joe rogan got so popular and he was doing uh you know live cameras and during his interviews switching switching the cameras it just seemed like the perfect lateral move to take that type of uh process and put it in place with the rad show and yeah, yeah. it's really brought a whole new level to and, and it just it yes it's it's been amazing i've really enjoyed it is it a lot more uh technical like you have to run around a little bit more and like pay attention more yeah as you might have seen in recent days if you've been catching up with mm-hmm. rad tv it's been interesting like because a lot of things that happen on the radio that i'm able to um Sorry, I'm getting a text from the tech guys. Just like making sure we're still on the air. Um, um, we might have to take an intermission here in a, in a few minutes. But to finish your thought, yes, it, it during during those times when we do have technical issues, kind of like what we're probably experiencing right now, we we can't just be doing it on the air because when we're doing a radio show, we can kind of be doing things in the background. But because of that video element, it just removes that ability yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, do things in the background. All right. We're going to take a quick intermission so that we can see if we can get Rad TV back on. We got to do some things we can't do on the video. No. <laughs> <laughs>
we're back with Adrian Malco at G-Man Hunter Art. Killing it with that live painting here, sir. I'm just working on it. I like it. it looks so much like our our new mascot. It does. It does. So you're saying that the the visor because it's so reflective, it took like 30 pieces or 30 Coats layers of paint. Yeah, yeah. Well, like if you spray just the regular gold paint, it, yeah. it looks shiny kind of, but it doesn't have that quite that glazed over look. But if you continue just layering it, layering it, it actually starts getting a little bit of a mirrored effect. So yeah, so excited. <laughs> Such a, now that we're doing rad TV, it's like it's perfect, perfect, right? perfect prop. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like I was doing that piece, and originally it was just going to be a piece. You know, I, I had no plans for it. I was just going to do a, a spaceman surfing. Mm -hmm. And so it was like out of this big old chunk of cedar, and freaking, I had to cut out. I had this wave behind them, and it was just like I. To, chose the most difficult way to go about making this wave yeah. and it just was like struggling and I was like you know what I was like I'm just gonna cut the wave off and I'll just give him a surfboard to stand on there wasn't really enough room to give him a surfboard anyways because you have to work within the confines of that cylinder shape you know right so uh and as I started cleaning him up and, and carving the board I was just like Brando's broadcast like why? <laughs> this guy would be perfect because I was thinking about putting NASA on there and then I was like no no we'll, we'll put the rad logo and then you know, hook it up. Hell yeah. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, you're, you're welcome, dude. So during that uh, quick intermission, you were discussing that you are actually being tapped to have some work at in Vegas? Yeah, it's a, a friend of mine. Um, he's an art, artist as well. Um, and he's got kind of a similar story. He, he, he was not, uh, he's not, he's not a vet or anything, but he's, uh, you know, he was a construction worker and he quit his job to pursue his art career and he's doing pretty good out there mm -hmm. um and so I'm, I'm friends with him on instagram and so we were talking and i asked him about throwing some stuff in a gallery and he he's like absolutely let's uh he's having his friend that owns the gallery give me a call and i'm, I'm pretty stoked on that because vegas i feel like i have a unique style yeah. kind of you know and like kind of trippy out there a little bit with most of my stuff um so i think that's like a perfect spot for it to be seen and like i was saying it's an international hub so it's like could potentially lead to a lot more so you have you'll basically have a residency down there with yeah. with your, for your artwork right yeah that's awesome is that pretty common in the art world i, I feel like i'm not i'm very not men very much in touch and with the with the artist community but do they just ship like palettes of their artwork to different locations and like do the do the artwork go, um, I mean, the art pieces go on tour I mean, I I don't I haven't done anything like that yet. Yeah. So, but I, I imagine they do. Yeah, yeah. For like different galleries and stuff like that. Once right. you're blown up. Oh yeah, I guess you know at, at certain museums they'll have certain themes for or certain uh, artists featured there for a yeah. runtime of like a month or or two. Yeah, they might even run them a little bit longer for some of the like bigger names. I think it's just the exhibitions that they do, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a lot of work. I was only, I was even thinking about driving them down there just to like. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not that long of a drive. No, but it'd be kind of a fun road trip, and, yeah. and I mean, it's Vegas, dude. It's yeah, not, exactly. When I was stationed at Twenty Nine Palms, that was like my little stomping grounds. Nice, nice. Uh, my great grandpa lived in Twenty Nine Palms. Oh really? Yeah, he was in the military as well. He's Air Force. Chairborn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah. Was he? He was at probably at Victorville, huh? You know, I, I, I don't, I, I honestly, he had passed when I was so young and that side of my family and we weren't 
the tightest. So. Okay. So I, I, I'd be willing to bet that he is, well, he was at Victorville. It was an old Air Force base because when I was there, they it was already abandoned, mm-hmm. and they turned it into uh, we do a, a training exercise. That's what Twenty Nine Palms is known for, called CACS, okay, it's combined arms training, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's freaking. I mean, it's like a simulated war. Like you, you have artillery, helicopters, tanks, you know, all all running together, and then you have so they turned that base into our urban CACS. Oh. So we would have like the like not laser, we had simunition at that point. Like mm-hmm. some of the tanks still had <clears throat> the old laser uh, system. But yeah, so like you get your upper receiver on 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 you know your average M uh, M sixteen at the time. <laughs> Kinda old. <laughs> uh, it was an A two. <laughs> but uh you basically take that upper receiver off and you throw a nine millimeter uh, barrel on there and then you have these nine millimeter rounds they actually have like the actual casing of a real bullet on the back with the primer and then the plastic tip and those things hurt dude <laughs> yeah it's like uh what's that airsoft it's like i mean really, i think really i think airsoft yeah i think it probably put airsoft to shit <laughs> i mean airsoft they just have those tiny bbs and that's why you know they they tend to hurt more but like these yeah. are actually had some like push behind them yeah so so that was, so you got shot with one of those I got shot a few times with those. Mm-hmm. I mean, a few just kind of screwing around with, with friends and stuff. But, yeah, but the so the Urban Cax is, like, pretty cool. So, like, they take a battalion out there, and then, you, like, half of it you play insurgent, mm-hmm. you know, and half you pull, you're actually doing your, your military occupation. But you take prisoners. You, wow. You, like, the whole—you you play it through, like, the entirely—like, sewers. You use everything. <sighs> yeah. I couldn't imagine. It's a trip. I guess you got to do it somehow, right? Yeah. That was that was like right before Iraq kicked off too. Oh. You're all right over there. Yes, sir. Breathing a little heavy. <laughs> you have that effect on me. <laughs> or I'm just hungry. <gasps> <laughs> So what, what music do you typically listen to? Um, I like Tool a lot. It's when prob- when prob- you're doing work or just in general? Yeah, Tool's probably my favorite band. Um, and just in general. Um, I like I like some of the just like trippy, I don't even know the names of uh, the artists that I, uh, I just have songs downloaded and it's, it's kind of like electronic, but it's not quite electronic. It's just like, you know, they play beats on loop and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and they just add instruments yeah. as they go. So just, just stuff that's just kind of trance. It's like lo-fi beats. Yeah, yeah. That, that reminds me of like a channel that I would go to. It's like Thievery Corporation and bands like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, kind of like what you're jamming right now. Exactly. <laughs> usually size up the groove pretty well so that rad tv camera you were setting up in my house is <laughs> not really <laughs> the one in your toilet bowl yeah, yeah. i was wondering what was up with that <laughs> it's just this new tech we're, we're testing out i mean i'm sure you got a lot of footage of chewy and thelma drinking <laughs> <laughs> which with those lips like that resemble something <laughs> oh I 
like that like eerie vibe to that song. <laughs> yeah. Pussifer. But this is like their dubstep remix. I, I haven't really listened too much to Pussifer. You know, I I gravitated towards it because Maynard is the lead singer yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, Maynard being the lead guy for Tool. Yeah. I, I just ventured off and followed him around for a bit because he's an intriguing guy and I think I think that's talented. why I like I mean obviously the the music is amazing but I think I feel like a lot of people like fall in love or like obsess over Maynard like he's, he is a character for sure yeah I mean the whole band just they yeah. they're at this level of I don't know total, total their their shows are like are are like going to church for a lot of people yeah you know? I know I wanted to go to this last one with you but oh, <laughs> no it's all right. Um, it, it was incredible. Yeah, like Danny Carey with his the way he plays drums is like just mind-boggling. I'm so glad that we have social media for that aspect because a lot of uh, there's a lot of videos of the, his drum tech that has been posting of stuff going on behind the scenes and and there was one video of him breaking a, a snare drum in the middle of a, of a song that he was doing, and you know that Danny Carey being as technical as he is, just looks over while he's still playing the song with one hand waves to his drum tech to get new new snare drum new snare drum switches out the old one while still playing the song puts in a new one and just yeah. continues like nothing yeah. ever happened well i mean just the the way he plays his speeds and rhythms that yeah like blows my mind how right. like i i tried to play drums and i <laughs> like just I, i'm good until i have to bring the feet in right which is like you know every beat right. <laughs> but yeah like i'm just not like bodily built that way like it just doesn't yeah. doesn't compute in my head it just jams up and yeah. the dude, dude has like eight sets of limbs yeah and, and plays it like it's well and just to, his brain to stuff. count to count all that yeah and to remember it there, there's theories that he's he's big into witchcraft and and uses you know the wiccan type of methodology to get some of those beats but uh, there's always been that rumor with a lot of these bands you know it's rock and roll right it's all that satan worshiping yeah but i mean like, sold to the devil you get these skills so like i don't think i don't think that's anything like the devil or, or i don't mean i honestly personally don't believe in the devil i mean like there's a evil force somewhere sure. you know there there is an evil energy but uh i think there's just certain people tap into it like if they they just commit so much to their craft or whatever that that they just tap into a whole different level of like consciousness yep oh, this is looking good Walter's here. Yo, Walter. Uh, one of my favorite paintings that you did of me and Walter is at my in my home office. Oh, the, the first one, huh? Mm-hmm. That oh. was one of your really early works, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, like, before... I, I'm pretty sure that was before I decided I was going to, like, do art. Yeah. As a career or whatever. Yeah, that, that, guy's, that guy goes with me everywhere. I'm proud to have the chief that's hanging behind me in the Rad Studio. That That's a copy. I... Adrian, I'm sorry. I took a picture and printed it out on something else so that we could put put it up in the studio. I hope that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. But the original painting is in my hallway at home. You wear it like Buffalo Bill at nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> Would you fuck me? <laughs> I also have the uh, astronaut, which should go with a, a video of you doing a time lapse of that painting. Like that should be hanging next to the painting that you did for me. Because it's got so many layers to it. For sure. This one, this one's just starting to get to the point where I could start playing around with it. Cause like, oh, so I'll go. And I mean, obviously, this is a little bit faster. I'm rushing a little bit. 
compared to uh you know what i'd normally do yeah but uh because i just want to get into some of the like little trippy stuff that i'd like to play into them just so people that may have not seen my work could check out mm-hmm. one thing that i enjoy seeing on on your social media page uh instagram at gman hunter is the excitement that people feel and 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 share when they take a home one of your pieces oh yeah it does it just it's does that bring inspiration to you when you feel that i mean big gratitude time, big time big yeah. time it's like it's 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 humbling and it's like it's a trip just to so like you know i, I so like my first painting i sold it was, i felt it but it, it was like it was just the excitement of selling your first painting. Yeah. Like now I'm to the point where like, you know, like my stuff's not priced outrageous, but like it's starting to get to like, I probably couldn't afford my own art. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so when someone like purchases a piece and it doesn't matter like whether it's, you know, thousand bucks or, or a couple hundred bucks, like when someone buys it and like you see the excitement and they genuinely like are like into it, like mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just a very rewarding feeling to like know someone like appreciates your work that much. I mean, the type of blood and sweat that goes into this stonework. I mean, like, how much... I'm just curious. How much would a piece like this go for at one of your... Like this one? Showings. Um, No, like this one here, the stone quartz skull. So I haven't quite priced them out yet. Like, just comparing to stuff online. um, Like, for that size, it'd probably be somewhere around four or five hundred bucks. Is it faux pas for somebody just to ask you, hey, how much would you sell this for? Is that is that basically how art dealing goes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Much. I mean, like, I, I trade art with other artists or, or like, like my tattoo artists, for example. I'll trade them, you know, give them paintings for, for artwork. That's cool. And, uh, well, that's the, what's that? The, the barter system between artists is, uh, tales old as time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, like, like, murals and stuff like that like I'll, I'll volunteer sometimes mm-hmm. you know like i do a lot of I like uh not I, this year i haven't done as much i've done like one charity event so far uh but i like to do the charity events and like just just give them like I, I, it's not uncommon for me to just give a painting away yeah, you know what i mean for sure <laughs> you know that yeah. <laughs> yeah the chief just showed up at my doorstep one day that was and one he of... didn't even give me his address <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the coolest gifts ever Are you doing any work with the uh, Wooby brothers? Uh, he actually just hit me up. Uh, we we're not, we didn't plan anything out yet, but uh, I was gonna hit him up. Cause like right now is like literally a year ago. We, uh, when we did the last podcast uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we did that event, we raised like 2,500 bucks nice. for, for um, the Enduring campaign. Mm-hmm. So pretty stoked on that. And they're cool. They like uh, the one we did this year was for uh, three gun something battle buddy three gun um it's a company that that basically they're making ranges uh firing ranges more ex- uh, accessible to vets that have been you know you know put in a wheelchair or whatever disabled vets mm-hmm. and i mean and they do it it's not just strictly for vets they, they they do it for just accessibility for uh just disabled people in general but right yeah so it's pretty cool and they're just getting you know they just had just started out on instagram like that's how like we'll be kind of welcomed me in i met uh aaron's mom at one of my shows mm-hmm. and she just you know she grabbed a card and then like he was 
messaging me before the show was over, you know, and like, and I, I talked to him and like, I threw out the idea of, you know, giving him a painting that he could raffle off and because I like checked out his, his page and stuff and they do a lot of stuff for homeless vets and stuff like that. And I was just, was all about that. So yeah, those events are always fun. Yes, they are. And for a great cause. Yeah, so this show that's coming up is actually going to be a really cool one, uh, just because it's like probably since last year, which I have almost all new work now. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. There's a few pieces that are, that you'll recognize, but uh, it's the most of my work that's in one place at one time because there's usually like some at this show, some at that show, some just on display somewhere. So it'll be pretty interesting. Just setting it up is exciting because I'm like looking at it like, whoa, right. Take a step back real quick and just figure out how I'm gonna get trippy on this. Oh. <laughs> Where'd you put those mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we're still on. <laughs> uh, yeah, no technical in, t technical difficulties now. What are they doing in Rob's office? <laughs> Damn it, Adrian. <laughs> Dare kids, dare. <laughs> that program's still around, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen any, like, other than like a thrift store or something. I haven't seen the T-shirts really. Yeah. What are you saying? DMs? <laughs> EMP. Oh. Slide into my D. Maybe that's why you were having those DM. malfunctions earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it could be, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was hearing rumblings at the gym. One of the guys that I work out with in a group, he was saying that there's these this big solar flare event that was going to be happening over the weekend, and... I haven't been keeping up on my my sci-fi news. Yeah, yeah. But I know that this kind of stuff can happen. The solar flares get big enough. I believe it. They could affect everything. I mean, affect... if the moon if the moon could shift tides, right? I imagine that the sun is kind of big, kind of powerful. Yeah. Just a little bit more energy than your average Duracell. Yeah. A little bit more than a microwave. Yeah. All right. I'm going to need some music for this part, though. <laughs> This is very, uh, this is good meditation. It's so relaxing to watch somebody work. Oh yeah, I get that a lot from people actually. They, like, 
mostly ladies <laughs> are like it's so soothing to watch you paint uh, I guess that's part of what I, why I do it well, this is a good form of stress relief for you too right big time yeah do you I think mean, do you think that art helped you fight your battle with uh, with alcohol with alcohol and with PTSD, um, it, it 100% yeah. helped. It is a huge factor. Um, yeah, so uh, anyone that doesn't know me yet or whatever, uh, yeah, so I, I got out of the Marine Corps in 06, and, uh, and so I thought nothing was, was up with me. You know, guys, I heard about guys going in with PTSD and stuff like that, but I thought I was fine. And... Uh, so I just kept started working, you know, I was, uh, I was a tattoo artist at first and then uh, started doing it, well, like an apprentice, <laughs> I like to say artist, <laughs> but uh, that didn't last too long and uh, I started being, I uh, became an electrician um, and then just did that for like almost 13 years and in the process, you know, like started drinking heavily uh, to like kind of like, some of the symptoms started to surface, you know, and I still didn't want to go in for treatment or anything like that. I just like I, I thought, figured I could do it on my own. Uh, then uh, had pretty much a breakdown, you know, and, and had a, a pretty serious like suicide attempt. And uh, after that, I just, just told myself when I was still in the uh, hospital, I told myself that I was going to change everything and not let that happen again. And so while we were there also, I, or not there, but um, I started taking some uh, PTSD groups over at the Mesa VA. Mm -hmm. And in one of the groups we were doing some, like a little arts and crafts kind of therapy thing. And it just reminded me of how much I used to love doing art when I was in uh, high school. And and like when I was just younger, basically. And I just started playing around with it at first, but then people saw it and, you know, the, like people like, oh, you should sell that. I'd buy it, I'd buy it. and then kind of just built up my confidence and uh, pulled the trigger on it. Called my boss at the electrical company and told him I'm not coming back and just started doing it. It's kind of a leap of faith, but yeah. so far, so good. I mean, it hasn't been completely, you know, painless or whatever. Right. Some struggles and stuff, but uh, still totally worth it. I, I, like, I would not look back. Especially when it comes to stuff. Like choosing to be a professional artist is not an easy choice because there's nobody else to rely on but yourself and your creativity. Like that's pretty heavy. You should have seen my my parents' face. When I came out, I'm like, guess what, guys? I'm gonna yeah. be an artist. <laughs> Throwing away, you know, 13 year career. Yeah. Not your everyday electrician turns artist. No. Former Marine turns yeah. artist. There's a few uh, vets that are artists as well. There's sure. A, yeah. Some are pretty damn good too. But they they like to do a lot of like I, I I'll do a military themed piece here and there. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I'm like against military or nothing like that. I love I love the military. But I just I don't know. I like to explore all the different avenues and uh, you know different uh, mediums and stuff like that. Right. Which leads me to a question that I have for you. What what made you decide, okay, I'm done painting, now I want to do carving? Is it just that 
Uh, well, that desire to, to evolve and change and no. do different things? Well, what actually started it, um, I don't know if you remember, but um, I had those little pool, the pool balls that I was carving. I saw it oh, somewhere. yeah. And so I tried it out with, you know, a Dremel and I liked it. And so, I, you know, one day I was bored between paintings and I had this little firewood log or whatever. I grabbed that, excuse me, and um, carved that thing out with a Dremel and carved this <clears throat> little skull in it. And just, it was fun, and it was an interesting new, and it came really naturally to me. Because, I mean, like, I've only been carving wood for a year now, almost exactly a year. And then the stone is what, been like a month, maybe? Jeez. <laughs> Two months, and I mean, it's turned out, I mean, it's, granted, I, you know, transitioned over from, from the, uh, whatchamacallit, from the wood, so, like, a lot of the technique is already there, but still, it just can't, comes naturally. It's like, it's easier than painting, because for me, I think what it is is, uh, you know, when you're painting, you've got to create the illusion of three, a third dimension or, uh, yep. or whatever. Yep. Whereas with sculpting, it's either that or it's not. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't it, really... It's instant, instantaneously 3D art, so... Yeah. I mean, like, there's tricks you could do. They have those, like, you know, weird box things that if you look at it, you have, you have to look at it from a certain angle and it looks like a certain thing. Mm -hmm. like, but, yeah, but other than that, I mean, like, doing a sculpture of, like, a person or something or an animal... Like, you gotta either be spot on or, you know, or it's just not that. I mean, unless you have like a cool style where you can pull it off where it's not quite right, but. Right. And in one of the, like, it, for example, with this stone skull that you did, uh -huh. did you ever get to a point where you messed up? And, um, and, and like, and you had to whittle down deeper so that it wasn't as big as it was before? Like, how do, how do you handle something like that, like an imperfection? The mistakes? Um, Usually, yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know how, like, they kind of work themselves out almost. Like, I learned to just kind of, like, it started with the wood, obviously, but, yeah. like, I would just kind of just trust it and just kind of just keep going, you know, and just know that, like, it would it somehow, as long as, like, same with paintings, like, if, if I just sit there and, and work at something, like, even if it's a crappy-ass painting at first, yeah. if I sit there and just keep, like, playing with it, not, like, to the point where, where I get frustrated. <laughs> right. Because then canvases go flying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh. But as long as I like put in an extra, you know, extra, even an extra hour sometimes will be just what it needs to like turn out to be like a super cool piece compared to like, you know, something that's kind of mediocre. Yeah. I think, I think it's easy to look at an art piece and just focus on the final, final product, but not really put yourself in the state of mind of what an artist goes through, through that process. And it's not just, it's not an instantaneous thing. Oh no. So... I mean, that, that makes total sense because if you do a brush stroke that just doesn't work the way you like, mm -hmm. you work around it and then it turns into something completely different. And that's what's beautiful about it. And I, I'm picking up on now because I've always told, I've always told you I can't paint. I'm not an artist. I can't draw. You, you can. Though. I, and They're... you say that every time. And I'm like, no, I, I just I know I can't because I can barely draw. I mean, stick figures turn out wrong but that but know? how much time do you spend drawing stick figures i don't and i you know the more you paint the better you get at it right that's right but i know there's like a vision in everybody and everybody has a has some sort of um idea or inspiration that they could put onto paper and it doesn't you know geez look at all the different types of artists that are that are out that's, there that's what i was gonna say and is abstract art is one of the blown up one of the best things to do well and and i mean just art is is just that i mean like look at you, you whether you're just throwing 
freaking paint out of canvas and just, right. you know, creating a splash on it or like now pouring acrylic is pretty popular mm -hmm. or you're getting down to the nitty gritty doing super hyper realistic paintings. You know, it's, it, it's all, and it's all it depends what your purpose with it is. If right. you're doing it for, you know, for other people's entertainment, um, from my experience, it doesn't turn out as good. I mean, like uh, you first got to like master it for yourself mm -hmm. to where you're satisfied with it. Then, then you can do it for other people's entertainment. Um, but it's you know if you're doing it just to make money i, I feel like you're not going to get as genuine of, of work and stuff like that like you got to have a little bit of you know invested in it i think that's what what i've noticed at your art shows and and from people's reactions to your art is that they're drawn they're gravitated towards the feeling that they get from it I, obviously that that could be for for any art but yours in particular just seems to have a theme you're saying i suck at painting no <laughs> No, I think that everybody, everybody is, you know, they yeah. see something that they like, they're, they obviously gravitate to it, but your work really brings people in and it is, it attracts a lot of just raw emotions. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, the kind of funny thing is, is like, so like I have some paintings where it's like deep with meaning and, and all this stuff and mm -hmm. like little, like not so much hidden uh like things per se but there's just if you got to like really stare at it to like catch everything like you caught the skull that i was kind of developing in here yeah right away but like you know some of them it's not it's not as noticeable and others it's like super super subtle yeah. but uh then there's other paintings where people are like man like this has so like i want to hear the story on this and i'm, mm -hmm. I'm like what well, I, I just i thought it, i thought it'd look kind of cool if i painted this <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty much the story i mean like if you if you're gonna buy it I'll, i could make up a story for you like <laughs> but yeah yeah i i had that feeling about the chief um i've always wondered what's going on through your head man what why did you decide to do a wise old chief like that well the chief was uh i mean like so that was actually a, a pivotal piece because that was when I was like, there's still a little bit of uh, paint pen in it. Like that's what that's when I transitioned to like brush. Oh, that was the first brush piece. Okay. And then so I did it with the black light inks also, and it, like that's a really cool piece. I still love that one. I haven't done any Native American stuff in a while. I think I might do that pretty soon. Yeah, your Native American stuff is always. They're just a beautiful. Very unique. They're just a beautiful people, and like just their dress and everything is yeah. super cool and like. There's such a stillness in the chief, but there's a lot of chaos as well. Did you see the other chief that I did? The black yes. and gray one most yes. recent one? That was pretty... The detail in, in the chief's face in that one was amazing. It's pretty epic. Yeah. Okay, so now this astronaut's face has turned into this black widow. I've done this in one other piece, but I'm kind of... I was wondering if there was a spider in there. Yeah. That's the only oh. thing with, with the painting. I mean, even when I do live painting, it's like art, unless you're doing the Garibaldi style, mm -hmm. like, really fast. and and But you skip so much detail when you do that. Right. Um, it's not really a, a spectator sport. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe if, it could be if I was nude. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then you can you can have uh, spectators play ring toss. Oh, <laughs> like like the fair. <laughs> yeah. 
I, throw uh, ping pong balls. Might get try to get them in the hole. I might get distracting. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, it would it would fill seats. For sure. It would just probably be kind of disappointing when you made more from your ping pong game than, than your artwork. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're like, <laughs> unless you were making really good money, then, you know, whatever, fuck it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's an angle of shock art there. So are they twins? Are they clones? Are they... No, they're one. They're the, one being. They're one being. Because this is... We'll see in a second. All right. Cool. Your jets, I can't bro. wait. Hurry up. Just throw how, throw how the time? paint on the throw, just throw it on the canvas. I mean, I can. Oh. I don't know if Rob would want it on his white walls and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've we've uh, artist proofed the studio in here. Which, if you were if you were in the studio, you'd be impressed with how it, well we're doing with the with the tight confines we have right there in that corner. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge guy, but I'm not a little guy, and this is like. Actually comfortable. Nice. Yeah, when we were setting up the, the cameras, Kyle was helping me out, and I was kind of gauging the, the microphone up to his level, thinking, he's pretty tall. You are not as tall as, as Kyle. Kyle is much taller. I'll, be, like, I'll beat Kyle up. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I didn't mean that, Kyle. Oh, he's like six foot four, and he kickboxes, so I'd watch out. Fine. I'll take him out from another zip code. How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, why are we attacking Kyle? You just set up your microphone, man. I think this is part of your triangulation. You're trying to get me... No. ...programmed it. What's, what, what's going on between you and Kyle, Brandon? Nothing. <laughs> Watch your six, Kyle. Kyle's a great guy. No, he is. I actually met him... Uh, I didn't even realize it until till I saw him in here. I met him... Long time ago at a show. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he was still doing like an internship thing. Okay. Yeah. He 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 worked a lot with uh, the local music crew, the Andy Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I saw him with. One of the local shows. Yeah. Well, actually, I think he was with um, Pat Martin. Cool. That time, yeah. Yeah. So. What else? What else we got going on? My birthday's on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. What are you doing for your birthday? I'm taking Walter to uh, the vet. Well, he's actually going to be dropped off at the vet while I'm at work. Um, he's going under for surgery on Friday. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah. Um, he's getting uh, what's hope? What I hope is a lipoma removed from his back. It, it, it likely a lipoma, but I freak out and I think all my animals are dying of cancer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I worry about all that kind of shit <sighs> all the time because it sucks. It sucks when it actually is because they go quick. Yeah. So and it, he's an old man and I I just I'm paranoid about him, but he he's going in for just pretty standard procedure and he's getting a, his dental procedure done. He's getting a sty removed from his eyelid as well because it's causing causing him some pretty bad irritation. It's a, is it a sty or a cherry eye? Because Chewy had a big old. Cherry What's eye. the difference between a, a cherry eye and a sty? So cherry eye, they have they have a third eyelid right in here, and okay. basically it um, it'll close part, partially, and then and then like they'll have like a blood vessel not burst but like swell up. Okay. And it won't let them close it again, and then over time it just starts, you know, gets more blood into it, and it grows to where they can't absolutely can't 
do it without surgery. It's definitely not not that. Um, it's like a skin tag on the inside of his eyelid. Okay. Yeah, and it's just it's just irritating his his eye, and it could eventually you know scratch scratch his eyeball. Yeah. So um, getting that removed, and because he's going under anesthesia, he's just going to get all of it done. So I'm hoping that the recovery is is not too bad, but I'm pl- just planning on nursing him for for the weekend, and so that'll be my party 36th birthday. Yeah, you always party this hard. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty wild there. Yeah, I've slowed down these these days, what, man. How old are you turning? 36. Oh, you're a youngster still. Yeah. You make me feel old, man. Well, how old are you? I'm gonna be turning 39 this year. Oh, really? In June, yeah. You're not that much older than me. No, not that much, not at all. I just, I just hate having like I can't use the excuse of like, I, but I didn't know anymore. Like, it's like that stupid age where you're just like, I'm, I'm not quite ready to adult full time yet, right. but I'm, I'm definitely not a child anymore. So, like, yeah, you can't play that card anymore. Yeah, catch myself like you know do, doing Clint, Clint Eastwood lines from Gran Torino. <laughs> Get off my yeah. Mind. So when you're working on stone or wood, you're you're primarily working with power tools, I imagine. Power tools. Um, I, I'm learning to use the chisels, but like I said, like I'm a self-taught artist, so like I don't have any official training. Um, I mean, you can watch YouTube videos, but I've I've found that it's it's a lot more fun for me to just do it my way and yeah. and learn it. And I mean, here and there, I'll I'll catch some tips or something like that, but I don't want to just learn the way that everyone's been doing it. You know what I mean? Like I just, yeah. I'll figure it out. I and mean, that's, that's why you're developing your own style. Yeah, right? absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, oh, hold on. I did it wrong. What? Oh, next time you got to go down the stairs. Oh, okay. I was going to take the canoe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah fun little things some of your younger viewers probably don't even know what that is well no no they'd have to they'd have to watch like what's he doing (laughs) (laughs) when did brando get an elevator in his (laughs) oh man why are they canoeing in the studio yeah that just doesn't sound very safe yeah um all right let's just throw some uh random ideas at me and i'm gonna try to incorporate them into here just to I see a big spiral in, in the sky behind the, the planet. Behind the planet? Yeah. All right, I like that. And then maybe like a a mushroom cloud. Oh, yeah. I like those. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on end of days things? Well, I, I try not to dwell on such things, but it does feel like, um, you know... It, with everything that's happening in the world today, it does feel like the worst could happen, but that could have been true in the 90s or the 80s or the 70s. Definitely. You know? Um, so my mom's super religious, right? And yeah. Like she'll, she's like kind of going off that whole kick, like, oh, this is kind of in the times and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I mean, like, I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. making fun of her. Yeah. But I just, we just have totally different views on, on religion and, and stuff like that and 
Like, I always like to, like, not mess with her a little bit, but just kind of, like, poke poke a little bit just to throw a different perspective in there. Sure. Uh, you know, because it, with her, it's like end of days, end of days. I was like, well, weren't they saying that, like, 30 years ago and then, then 100 years ago? And then, you know, when Moses was around, it was end of days. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I'm not, I was raised very religious, uh, but I'm not a very religious guy. I'm spiritual, for sure. But, uh, but like... I don't know, like, religion seems very, like, doomsday-oriented, and it's like... Yeah, there's a, and it's, with organized religion, it feels like there's a lot of this or that, like, you have to make a choice, and life is all choices, but I, I feel like it shouldn't be up to man to decide whether I'm I'm in the right or wrong. I mean, obviously, there's laws, and there's <laughs> there's things that make make it a just world and it's what keeps us all safe and, and human but you know and it's still all screwed up yeah <laughs> the humans just screw everything up so I, I i believe that there is a higher power i believe that there may be a day that the end of times might be here but i don't think it's going to happen the way that uh it's know my theory? History. what want to know my theory yeah so there's these new sex dolls that they're developing with AI. <laughs> I feel like that's Skynet. That's Skynet, and it's gonna take over, dude. They're gonna but, be but, sex. The sex robots are gonna turn into T1000, and absolutely. All right. No, I, I mean it's not not quite that, but I, I do think that AI is something to be like a l- little bit more cautious of. Like yeah. I, we already have it in a lot of stuff. Like, have you ever had your phone per se like? Uh, guess something like say like I, I use pinterest a lot for inspiration stuff like that just to like look stuff up or for references sometimes right and i'll like think something i didn't even say it out nope. loud yep. and it's not something i talk about and just boom here it is like and and i think because right now like i think uh elon musk said it he's like he's like it's already there it's learning they're yeah. learning from us they're gathering information oh yeah skynet's already plugged in yeah they're just they're just waiting to buy their the war game is already in their in their programming so they know when the right time is to strike and what's going to happen it's going to happen well one of those one of the like it's not a sex doll but one of the like humanoid robots already made it like a joke <laughs> at, at, a, at a, a convention thing where they were like doing it and he was like i'm gonna you know human it was gonna have a human zoo once it takes over the world or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm down as long as they're feeding us, you know? Yeah. And if they're sex robots, at least, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'd, I'd give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, no, just for research purposes. Absolutely. It does seem the more and more we get plugged in, the more susceptible we are to being controlled. For sure. Yeah. 100%. I mean, like everyone was talking about microchips, this, microchips. Like, you carry a damn tracking device with you everywhere you go. Right. Like, voluntarily. You mean, like, when they were talking about putting microchips in the vaccines and things like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, unless it's like some kind of explosive device to, like, take you out. Right. (laughs) Uh, But they're not going to do that. How are they going to freaking, who's going to build their machines and all that stuff? It reminds me, you ever ever see the movie Running Man? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where they put the collars yeah, yeah, yeah. around them. If you if you walk out of the perimeter, your head explodes. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they didn't put that in the vaccine. Yeah, did you get the vaccine? Yeah. I didn't. Team Moderna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I uh, 
I did it purely because I I needed I wanted to go to concerts and I wanted to be able to do the things that we all love to do and yeah that whole part it was a big carrot that that I took a big ch- big bite out of yeah yeah I mean still like my sister my sister's a doctor so like I talked to her about like just the vaccine and COVID I mean no like that came out of freaking nowhere that was like a just woke up. It actually worked out very well for me because that was like the year I decided I'm going to start doing art. Oh. <laughs> so like everyone was out of work. And so it was a lot easier <laughs> to be like, yeah, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a, I'm a starving artist. Yeah. And that's okay. But, yeah. No, talk about a good time to, to get started. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, gave me plenty of time to practice since I couldn't do like shows really or anything. Right. So. I mean, you did what we all talked about doing and that's like pick up a hobby but in your case a profession but you know pick up something and get better at it oh yeah and you just capitalize on that time needless to say that 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 during that time we were we all probably went through our own form of existential existential crisis that probably led to some inspiration and some work how many divorces do you think it led to because like people don't really know each other you know they think they know knew each other until like they had to really like be well i I can count for one oh my bad bad, it's all right um it's the reality but i mean like like just families in general like like for some families you know like i grew up I'm sure you had some like where it was just dinner every night at this time. Everybody, every the whole family sits down and eats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No phones, no freaking computers, nothing. And uh, a lot of these, a lot of families nowadays, I feel like that was probably their first time sitting down together like that. Yeah, and uh, and it could have been, it could have happened the other way. Like people could have just gotten so sick of each other, and they said, you know what, let's just go eat meals in our rooms. Yeah, just text me if you need me. Sure. Just because they were with each other all the time, and yeah, yeah, it could it could have brought people together and torn others apart. Remember when TV was the super evil demon? <laughs> <laughs> Iron Maiden was were devil worshippers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your probably. Hey, can you imagine like so like I like my grandpa passed away this last year and he was at he was almost 90 he would have hit 90 in December mm. but like to think about like he's been around from like World War II like so like there the the way technology and everything is advanced you went from like bare, you know phones barely like the rotary phones horse and buggy yeah straight up I mean straight up. <laughs> yeah, maybe not well, that old well, that old but still like that's at is that the Ford T the T model Ford? Yeah, I mean he he was around when when the first you know yeah. cars have started rolling around. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, it'll be amazing to see just how far we go, even in just the next twenty years. The sex robots, <laughs> <laughs> sex robots, and hotels in space. Um, We're supposed to have flying cars by now. Yeah, too. but now they're commercializing space flight, so I think that's like a we're almost there. Yeah, you couldn't do flying cars on Earth. Like, think about all the bad drivers uh, yeah. we have. Yeah, no, that back when they were hypothesizing flying cars in the 30s, 40s, even before that, they they didn't imagine all the traffic jams and road rage that would would come about. I think it's okay that we don't have a bunch of flying cars. Yeah, but how cool! I've always wanted to fly, like just just to have the ability to either get into a flying machine, or be like Rocket Man, uh, which was one of the worst movies ever made. 
but yeah. put a, like a rocket pack on and and fly around wherever you want have to. Have you seen some of the stuff on like social media? With yeah. The, that, where they have the yes. Once the military's testing, those look super fun. Those look amazing. I think I've sent you. Uh, we've we've sent videos back and forth. So either you sent it to me or I sent it to you. But the I think it's the British military where they're jumping from ship to ship, ship, to ship yeah, out in yeah, the ocean yeah, yeah. and they're like at fast at fast speeds. Yeah, that looks fun. Um, but then they got these these jetpacks in Dubai and in Saudi Arabia where they're they're flying these these jetpacks along the skylines of those giant skyscrapers. That would be super fun. Yeah, it's all stuff that rich people can do now. But until you hit a building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that would be super fun. Yes. Even those jet-packed uh, water uh, oh, yeah. backpacks, where yeah, they yeah. you you're just you're attached to a tether that's sucking the water out. But yeah, that's still this still be so much fun. Just like feel like Iron Man. Yeah, foil surfing is that is that a thing? Like the, yeah, yeah, the where it has that little fin underneath. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So is that motorized? I don't know. Yeah, they have a small motor. Um, you could surf it just on a wave, and but that little fin under there, just the way the dynamics of it work, mm -hmm. it's water just keeps you up above and it. Has almost no resistance because it's just that tiny yeah, thing cutting yeah. through the. That looks thing. like fun. Super fun. I mean, I mean, they're making all kinds of little like auto surfboards and little body like boogie boards and stuff. Yeah, even these like single tired skateboards where you have one leg on the oh, other so side of those those wheels. I, I would I would play around with one like a little bit, but I would not like you see these guys like flying. Yeah, just cruising around all over all over town. Yeah, their mode of transportation. I would have to wear a full face helmet on that. Yeah, even those, even those uh, rideshare scooters. Yeah, those things are dangerous. I've actually, yeah, I've biffed it on one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who, who pre basically ripped their knee open, and had to get their their knee surgically. Oh yikes! Reattached. Yeah, it's not fun. No. All right. Uh, I'm not. Oh yeah, mushroom cloud. It almost looks like it's emanating from the. I like that. The little the depth effect thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a smoke rings. This looks really good, Adrian. It's it's, it's all right. I, I, like uh, I'm I'm way more critical of my work than anyone is probably. So sure. like to, I'm like I'm like yeah it's it's good it's just not. <laughs> It's not it's up not to, up to my part yet. Yeah. I need to grab a smaller brush is what I need to do. That's what I was thinking. You need to you need to grab a smaller brush. Is that right? I was just thinking. <laughs> Read my mind? Yeah. I like that. So what else is new? Did you, so do you just do you just have Walter right now? Yeah, yeah, I've got Walter and I've got two cats, three cats at home. Okay. Um, Hermie, Mozart, and Daisy. Mozart. <laughs> yeah. I like that. He's my boy. He's going to be like 13 or 14 this year. And he's got asthma, so he's got this coughing fit that he goes through. Um, and that, you know, I'm already hyper paranoid about the health of my animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's not good for me. He'll be all right. Yeah, he's he's fine, uh, but he's he's been through so much with me. He's my ride or die cat. He's That's a, attached to my hip all the time. He's, he's the best. Rolled dog, feline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He seriously, he's like you've seen those truck commercials where there's the cat named Walter, and he's a 
he he, he runs around with the owner that's driving his truck and the like. He's uh, like a yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's Mozart. Literally, he was cast in those commercials. <laughs> that's sweet. Just kidding. Don't mess with me like that, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> kidding me? If I was casting my cat in commercials, I'd be making, I don't know, thousands of dollars. So I probably wouldn't change much about my lifestyle. <laughs> I'd have a lot more cat treats, I'll tell you that yeah. much. <laughs> a side gig. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been uh, getting back into music slowly but surely. Yeah. I've got a couple of projects in the works, and uh, I've always said that I'd like for you to be my album artist. For sure. Like man. if there, if, I, if yeah. I needed some cover art done, I'd I'd tap you for sure. You bet. It'd be interesting to see because I would probably give you just just the music and no backstory or anything. Yeah, yeah. And just like to see what comes out. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's honestly like, so like when people uh, get commissioned artwork, like where they order custom stuff, uh, I mean, like they could give me an idea of what they want, obviously. Like, I mean, I've had people just go, whatever, paint something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that that personally is my favorite, obviously. But like people that just, even if it's like, you know, portraits are a little bit harder to do it with but like just they want a certain scene or whatever and they say just uh, like this is basically what i want in it but other than that just free reign and the paintings come out so much better like so much cooler when i have free reign yeah because if you start putting parameters on things and you'll start thinking too much about those yeah those obstacles or those things that they well, don't want right it just feels forced yeah oh, man, hold on i went down the wrong way i just <laughs> used the staircase this time right yeah <laughs> <laughs> just fall in fall in a hole one of these times <laughs> physical comedy always wins Yeah, it's totally different doing this like painting while while doing the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, it'll be. It'll be pretty much just a stream of consciousness type of, type of uh, podcast this time. Okay. So I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. This is a good insight into the artist's process. Yeah. So. I would normally not be wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get those good angles. Oh, stay a lot cooler. Yes. <laughs> so when you're, um, when when I uh, mentioned that I would want you to do my album cover, uh-huh. has you, have you ever thought about collaborating with another artist, or have you ever um, done I've, a piece with some somebody else? I've, I want to say I have, but like nothing recent and nothing like it wasn't serious or anything like that um i I definitely want to so if there's anybody out there that's like well the reason i ask is because uh one of the things you mentioned when you when you first got here and you were putting all your uh paints together you were noticing that cosmo are the official artists of rad radio is pretty much taken over 
the uh, studio here yeah. with all of his art and the panels and stuff. Coming for you, Cosmo. <laughs> and you guys have already connected, um, yeah, yeah. you know, through the Rad Show, right? Yeah, we follow each other on uh, Instagram. And then, yeah, it was, it was uh, when you originally posted some of my stuff, he started following me. And then we got to talking and cool dude. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool to see you guys do some sort of joint joint effort. Yeah. You both have have a uh, similar eye for the for the sci-fi. Um, I actually, I mean, like, I like the sci-fi stuff. I just like doing painting stuff that you don't normally see in the real world or whatever. Yeah. It's like it's like a you know dream escape kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Cosmo actually, like, I did my first space painting was uh, for him. I actually still have it. I need to get it to him. Uh, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> but yeah, he, like, I did an astronaut thing for him. Uh, and then, like, lately I've just been getting more. I just, I, I like the astronaut himself as a character. Like, it's not so much about space always. Mm-hmm. You know, in this one, obviously it is. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. They're just fun. It's just a cool-looking character to, to throw in. Spaceman, I like, I like the scuba, the old-fashioned scuba divers. Yeah. They're fun. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, not all, not all the work is super, super deep. Like, right. And not every character necessarily symbolizes stuff. You're really good at, at doing uh, body art, like um, you know, female bodies. Oh yeah. Primarily, yeah. Um, but the the detail that you get and a lot of a lot of like the human um, like hands seem to be like one of the hardest things to draw. So I, I to see you do that with such great detail and it looks like it's easy. Well, so, so hands for me, the way the easiest way is like to look at it as like a bunch of cylinders. Yeah. And that's where, why a lot of people run into trouble with the hands is cause it, it freaking, there's a lot of different angles that yeah. hands are doing at the same time, all at the same time. And then if you do what's called foreshortening, where, where it looks like it's coming out at you. So I'll, I'll do it with this astronaut right here. I'll have him raise his hand up like he's reaching for us. Nice. So, because he's if you want it to look dimensional and like more realistic, you know his fingers are gonna have to be about that big each. Uh-huh. So, oh, cool. So yeah, so this is called foreshortening. I'm gonna do a happy little hand over here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it was a happy little hand, I'm sure it'd be in a different location. <laughs> but <laughs> this is a uh, family program. I, I didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking, Brando? I like that. I see. This isn't. This is one of those things where it just came up on the fly. Yeah. It was a downward hand. Now it's an outward hand. Yep. And that's why. That's like another thing I love. Like, like this is probably my favorite style to paint in. I mean, like you've seen, I do like the realism stuff and you know some abstract stuff, but like this trippy like surrealism kind of stuff is, is my favorite because I just get to like freestyle and just go so so that'll be the fingertips just thumb over here and then do the palm The only thing with like this style is like, if I start going too fast, I uh, I forget that like you you're not gonna see what I'm seeing. Right. You know what I mean? So like I like jump something before I'm completely done like detailing it and stuff, and 
people are like, what is that? And I'm like, just wait. Well, no, no, no. I like to me. I mean, like I, I already see it done. You know what I mean? Right. So oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. have you been doing have you gone to shoot that crossbow yet no i've been meaning to get it back from uh i have it in storage currently um and i've been meaning to, to pull it out and play with it with you <laughs> is that right <laughs> <laughs> i but because i think you're the only person that can that will be strong enough to be able to pull it back like the the, the crossbow is in, insanely hard to uh draw draw yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, but it's got a sight on it and everything. It doesn't have like a crank or, or it's just a. No, foot, there's no foot, crank. It, it came with a, uh, a a pulling cable, like mm-hmm. a, a cable that you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even with that, like, I don't know. I've been I've been working out a lot since I tried last, so maybe it will be a little bit easier. But damn, that thing <laughs> is tough, and it's not something that you could just use on on the fly. Well, how many sure. how many pounds is it? About like 150. Well, no, no, no. The the, the pull weight or whatever the. Yeah, draw weight something like that. Okay. I think that's pretty. That's pretty. Gnar. Yeah. Uh, you know, Josh is really good. He's good with bows, with compound bows. My oh, really? Josh. Yeah. Has he ever thought about going hunting? Yeah, he's he's done some uh, wounded warrior project hunts, and he, oh. he's killed some big game with a bow. It's pretty badass. That takes some serious skill. Yeah, skill and stealth, and pretty pretty badass. Precision, because with with a bow there's so many variables that you don't get with a like uh, that that are working against you than like if you're using a rifle right i'll show you a picture in one second here sweet <laughs> and then we'll show the camera i guess yeah maybe okay let's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the only thing with the stone carving is like my hands, because all that vibration. Yeah. It like it it doesn't hurt, but it just like it's this weird numbing kind of sensation. So I try not to overdo it with that. You can only do it for so long, right? Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, I, I think it goes into like permanent effect, and then. Oh, that would suck. So you'd be like your hand fell asleep, and it'd just be permanently staticky yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh. You better believe I would learn how to paint with my mouth. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> hey, I, I've seen people paint with other parts of their body, and they're they're doing all right. You seen the guy on Tosh Point oh with the? <laughs> he's using his uh, Peter Pecker painter. <laughs> Where is this Josh picture? This is great. Radio. This is yeah, great radio, great video. I mean, it's just fantastic. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. My phone's oh, old. okay. Wow. Damn. A big yeah. old beast. Can you show that to the camera? Okay. Bow hunting. Oh, uh, I don't know if they can see yeah, it. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. Nice. That's a trip. 
Yep, yep. Okay, uh, what else were we throwing in here? Mushroom clouds. What happened to my... Oh, there we go. Couldn't hear you for a second. Raindrops are falling on my head. Alright, I think I'm going to switch it up again now. How much time do we got? We, we're good. We got about like 10, 15 more minutes. Okay. You good with that? Yeah, I think Planet Earth is going to be an eyeball. Alright. Just for shits and googles. But it's still going to keep the mushroom cloud there. Nice. Yeah, so uh, if you guys want to check out my like actual work, go on Instagram, Gman Hunter underscore Gman underscore Hunter. Sorry about that. Um, and I have a lot more detailed pieces. I have a lot of different styles. Like I don't stick to one style. So uh, yeah, that's one thing that really draws me to your work is that every piece is so different, but it's so you in each one. Like, you can always look at one of your pieces and go, oh, that's definitely got Adrian in it. I just think it's, just, I just get bored with doing the same monotonous thing over and over. Yeah. Like, it's definition of insanity, too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'll try to switch it up. But I'm pretty stoked on the stone carvings turning out the way they have been, because that was like my, that's like my high echelon it's which that's what you've always aspiring to, to, to get to, to yeah because yeah. i mean i always thought it was just like the most difficult thing ever and i mean it's not it's not easy but it's not as difficult as i thought it would be right but i mean i'm also only doing sculptures this big right for now mm-hmm. there's more to come brando <laughs> just like last time i told you that exactly always impressive so this eyeball, I think the mushroom cloud is going to be the iris. It's going to be like nice. blowing up his pupil or whatever. Oh, see? I totally didn't see that going where the, the, the planet threw me off. A little misdirection there. And now it'll look more like a skull, too. So yeah. it's like we're, we're coming right, we're coming, taking it all back. <laughs> yeah. kind of reminds me of the tool video for vicarious oh yeah at the end of it they zoom out and the planet is the eyeball yeah so cool what's the biggest piece you that you've put together um i mean like outside of like a straight up mural um yeah. i've done one that's I don't know what the measurements on it would be. It'd probably be like, uh, I want to say like 80 by 80. Maybe a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. It's pretty big. But I mean, I, I like you saw the canvases. I, so I brought this canvas and then I brought that other canvas. And like, those are on the like smaller size for like what I've been doing lately. Mm-hmm. I just, the uh, larger canvases, you get a lot more detail into larger paintings. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of fun to do them. Yeah. Have you been doing a lot more mural work uh, I have actually uh, just friends I met through Instagram and stuff uh, some local artists and uh, I've worked with wide open walls this last summer which was pr- pretty stoked on that that was like one of my 
bucket list kind of goals for this year. Yeah. So. Can you see those on your Instagram page too? Yeah, absolutely. You can go down there and check them out in person too. <laughs> Downtown? Uh, the one that I worked on was off of Power Inn Road. That's where they were having it. It's over at uh, Vibe. It's like a dispensary or something like that. Yeah. It's cool. It's like a firefighter's tribute. Nice. But I'm, I, I applied for that, like the actual wide open walls, try to get my own like building or whatever. Uh, this year they already had too many artists or whatever. Not too many, but everything was booked up. But hopefully next year. Looking at you, Dave. <laughs> uh, that's the director for wide open walls. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could get my own wall. That'd be pretty dope. Cause they they get artists from like all over the world to come in. Sure. I feel like it should be more local people. Yeah. <laughs> Farm to fork, right? Yep. A little more organic. Yep. I mean, I don't care. You, they could ship them in from wherever, <laughs> as long as I get to do it. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Almost out of time. No, we're good. Setting the mood with this music, huh? Yes, sir. scratching through the headphones yeah <laughs> losing my mind microphones man. are pretty good yeah got pretty decent equipment around here yeah so if anything it's operator error is what you're telling me then <sighs> <laughs> now's not the time <laughs> yeah i'm a little bummed out this uh this feed didn't go live today but that's okay oh it didn't work out um, it's all right yeah no biggie we're having some issues with the player, but it, at the very least, those this this video will live on in infamy through the video on demand section. I mean, the the audible pleasure that people will get from the audio version of this. Oh yeah, you know, just envision a giant eyeball and two <laughs> astronauts holding hands, dragging an uh, alien. They're dragging an alien. Yeah, that's what, that's See, what it, he's grabbing their legs. Okay, that's what I thought was happening. So the little alien guy is being held by the by its legs. Yeah. And the alien is holding the astronauts by the ankles. Yeah. Like, don't take me. Yeah. But it has no choice because. I think I think ultimately they're all morphed into one being. Yeah. Uh, what's the is that like a spider uh, spider leg yeah it's coming a out? spider didn't quite turn out the way I wanted it to okay. but it's still it's yeah it's uh, a spider and he's holding uh, like a top a bikini top <laughs> Ch checking it out <laughs> I like it something different I try to do stuff like you know not not every painting is a hit yeah but like I just like to do stuff I haven't seen or, or just just off the wall stuff yeah it's kind of fun fun for me and now that I have the perspective of now, okay, so it looks like the spider is looking to the side, like it's yeah, facing the 
the side, right? Uh, so this is this would be the body of the yeah, spider. Yeah. The right. the one of the astronauts' face shield, I guess, is the main body part right. of, of a Black Widow. Right. And then he's got her legs crossed right there. Should I could have just done them regular? I but got it. Now I got it. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. <laughs> This does make me think about Bob Ross and his <laughs> production crew and Oh yeah. Man, he must have had just like the chillest sets. Oh for sure. Cause just doing this is super relaxing for me. Yeah, Bob Ross uh did twenty years in the Air Force. Yeah, I heard I heard that. He was actually like one of their their equivalent of a like we have drill instructors, so like whatever the Air Force has the I mean, you know. Air Force, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he's he's a probably why he started doing painting. Yeah, he's got to slow the mind down. It's just I don't know. It, it's just relaxing to me. Like I could be in the worst mood and I start painting and I just mellow out. Yeah, unless the painting is what's pissing me off. Then and then you start throwing canvases. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> graduated from breaking easels you know so. <laughs> they got expensive quick yeah speaking of expensive I mean everything with all the prices going up in the world I yeah. imagine you see a rise in prices in your paint supplies too oh yeah uh, that's like that's one thing that people like you know it's rare that anybody like tries to like haggle with me too much because I'll, I'll work with people on prices especially if they really love a piece but you know like once in a while you get someone that's just like it's trying to like kind of basically tell you that your art's not worth what what you're asking for and it's like if you knew how much goes into all these because it's like right. it's not just this canvas and this paint and you know what i mean it's, it's yeah. years of like practicing and then like just the electricity internet yeah bill. like you, it all it all goes into that, that you still have expenses oh absolutely i mean like i because like with how much i work you know what i mean like even when when things slow down as far as people ordering paintings like i still keep painting every day so it's still costly mm -hmm. but it's it's fun for me so <clears throat> it's worth it I think I'm gonna touch up these astronauts just with some highlights and then probably be, be good on this one for now, right? Yeah. So the eyeballs could actually be this guy's eyeballs. They're just, he's already infected this dude and then. <laughs> I like it. And I don't even know how the spider comes into play, but he's there. Well, he's just feeding on the prey. There you go. I like that, too. Scavenging leftovers. Mm-hmm. See, what this uh, painting symbolizes to me, Brandon, is the struggle uh, from middle-class uh, plumbers during the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta gotta always find the deeper meaning, don't you? Uh, <laughs> just I, I just I mean like you know art people are weird in general, 
but like sometimes I just hear someone and I just want to just kind of like smack him. Really? Like you're that deep, huh? <laughs> that freaking deep. <laughs> well, maybe they are, but I mean, just you know, yeah. Turn it down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you, you literally threw a splat on the damn canvas, and you're talking about right <laughs> women's rights and stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a. They didn't even do anything. They sneezed on the canvas. So. Pretty much, yeah. Like, well, like that banana that got taped to a canvas or whatever. <laughs> that was a... Hey, I mean, if you can get away with it, more power to you. Yeah. So... He's got to be reaching for something, though. Reaching for our souls, right? Yeah. Or what was in that bra? Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> I'll get another eyeball right here. Oh, nice. When in doubt. Eyeballs. More eyeballs. Yeah. One on a broadcast and, and you know... I'm not sure what you're going to paint next. Just eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god it's the uh, chipmunks dubstep yeah feeling it so the arm should have been up way more like I'm still learning stuff so don't don't judge gonna it's gonna create some fumage a little tiny bit is that all right yeah that'll be fine okay so this is just a, so this is just a shadow uh black okay uh, all right i use just a little bit just to all right oh creates like a little depth perception wow but happy is, little depth yeah, yeah. perception but it is pretty potent so i think that that's probably enough for both of us all right perfect <laughs> let me set us set us straight for the day <laughs> right on man yeah so I mean a couple more hours and this thing would be on average I spend like probably like six to eight and that's like per session and yeah. then I'll go like some of them like uh, you know remember the one with the ceiling the vaulted ceiling yes. all the stuff like that one was probably cool like 50 hours or yeah. all together and stuff so well you why don't you take this one back to the lab and finish her up? Do some more work to it, and Absolutely. then we could like present it, yeah, yeah, yeah. as the final product and at a later date. Absolutely, that would be really cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Adrian. I, the, I this felt a little, little topsy, little disjointed. Um, still getting the hang of doing a podcast and rad TV at the same time. I think it was that crystal skull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's probably the the ram's head that you, uh, that you carved out with your um satan satanist uh, neighbor and don's not gonna take that thing now <laughs> i don't think so i mean we could try we could try maybe if we no i was maybe I was, if we was wrap gonna... it in a in a pendulum paper i have a, I have a better idea for, okay. for a piece for her oh yeah yeah i mean we're i'm i'm joshing i think she might love it yeah yeah i'll leave it here, here for her she, she 
she doesn't <laughs> like it, then call me. Don't keep it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll find it on eBay. Right, right. Yeah, no. Right on. Well, thank you so much, Adrian. Gmanhunterart.com. Yep. And Gman underscore Hunter on Instagram. And you've got a uh, art show coming up in the next couple of weeks. We're yep. going to release those details out soon. Yes, sir. And uh, it's always a pleasure, man. Definitely, man. Namaste, bitches. The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast.